Welcome to Books on Air, the podcast that tells the story behind the book. It includes insights from authors about how they compose their work, what inspires them, and what they hope you'll take away from their book. Here's your host for this episode of Books on Air, Suzanne Harris. Welcome to the Books on Air podcast. I'm Sloan Fremont filling in for Suzanne Harris. This is a podcast where listeners get the secret story behind every book. Joining me today is Sue Dawson, author of the book, Pensioned Off, Baby Boomers Out to Pasture. This book is the story of a year in the life of a group of mostly new retired people and how they fill up their newly found freedom. They form a ukulele group, which ends up transforming their lives. Sue, I want to welcome you to the Books on Air podcast. Thank you. So let's start out by telling the audience just a little bit about yourself and what led you to write your book, Pensioned Off, Baby Boomers Out to Pasture. Okay, well, I was approaching retirement myself, and I've always been keen on writing. And um, in 2005, I wrote another book called Back on the Shelf, because I had a little bit of time on my hands. And um, then I got really busy with work and life in general, and I didn't feel I had the time or the space in my head to write another one but as retirement was approaching I thought mm, maybe I could and um, that's what led to this this book. Okay so can um, you set the scene for us and give us a little bit about um, about the storyline for the book? Right well they're just ordin mostly ordinary people living in Auckland, New Zealand I mean, so many books are set in like London or New York or whatever, but I thought I'd set this one in Auckland, which is New Zealand's biggest city, which isn't very big by your standards. But um, <laughs> I thought it would give the characters more scope to develop their, um, their music journey. Um, it's a group of people who are mostly newly retired and they're looking for something to fill up their newfound freedom. And gradually they meet each other and form this ukulele band called the Pensionaries. And they, they sort of want to go around nursing homes and sing to old people. They don't think they're old. And, um, but it actually takes them further than that. Mm. So um, mm -hmm. there's quite a few characters. I, at the beginning, I didn't intend on having so many, but they just all popped out. And um, so they've got their own little lives happening, all their little side streams happening in mm -hmm. their lives. So quite a bit sort of goes on in the book, but it is a gentle story. And mm -hmm. it's hopefully people will find it humorous and entertaining. I mean, there's serious themes running through there as well. It's not all fun and frolics, but, um, yeah, it's, a, it's basically a, a gentle story because um, there's not really much written um, about that stage of life. I mean, yeah. there's a whole subgenre of the next stage of sort of shenanigans in nursing homes 
There's a lot, quite a few novels written on those sort of themes, but there's not much written about the newly retired. So I thought, well, there's something. And there's also not much written about ukulele players. Right. Um, I wondered if I'd be able to make an interesting story about ukulele players because they're not like guitar players. <laughs> guitar players, you know, you can bring in the substance abuse and the groupy groping and all that sort of thing and make quite an exciting story, whereas the ukulele scene is pretty clean. But, um, yeah, I hope I've managed to make it interesting. <laughs> Yeah, and so you took two really niche niche subjects, right? The newly retired and then ukuleles, and you were able to to pull that together into a story. And so when you were writing the story, were you, were you drawing from your own experience after retirement and what that was like for you? Um, to a certain extent, <clears throat> I was. Um, yeah, one of the characters has quite a lot of me in her, even though I tried to... Um, portray her as quite the opposite build to me. She's sort of short and plump, whereas I'm tall and slimish. And um, that was to throw people off the scent that actually know me. But there's quite a bit of me in her. But um, so I did, yeah, I did draw on my experience and the experience of other people that I knew. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So is there a favorite story from your book that you'd like to share with us? Um, yeah, there's quite a lot happens in the book, but I'll just take, I'll introduce you to Russell. He's one of my characters. Um, he becomes the the bass player in the, in the ukulele band. Okay. And he was an electrician. And he has just, he retired as soon as he could. and um, But he's finding, yeah, he needs some things to sort of get him out of the house because he sort of feels like he's a bit, he's got underfoot syndrome because he's Mm -hmm. got a rather domineering wife. Um, So he does, he puts quite a few different things in place to occupy himself, but he's always wanted to learn the bass guitar I mean, he has a bit of a musical background because he played the rhythm guitar in a band when he was in high school. Um, But he's always wanted to play the bass guitar. So he gets a teacher and and learns the guitar and he decides it might be time to find a band to play with. Mm -hmm. And so he puts an ad up and this person, this um, replies, but he doesn't really know much about them. So he's turned up at a house for an audition. So I'll just read you a bit. Russell dragged his guitar and amplifier from the boot of his car. A loud jarring noise floated down the path to greet him, mixed with a strong smell that was vaguely familiar. It was kind of piney, herbal and sour. It was there somewhere in his memory banks, but he couldn't quite place it. As he knocked on the door, a canine cacophony joined the mix. The door opened, revealing a girl dressed in black with excessive eye makeup and piercings. Uh, uh, Is Ryan at home? Russell inquired nervously. 
Yeah, Ryan, I think it's your granddad. Cut it, guys. A male voice boomed. Sit, Armageddon. Sit, Trump, he commanded the dogs. Come in, dude. Russell stepped gingerly over the threshold past the slathering dogs through a minefield of discarded footwear. And almost gasping for fresh air, he was led into a dim room where he could just make out the figures of two more young men with messy hair and tatty jeans. Uh, What sort of music do you play, Russell asked. Oh, I don't like labels, man. But if you really wanted to box us in, you could say we were a mixture of power music, crossover thrash, doom core and death industrial. Yeah, I think that just about sums it up, thought Russell. He remembered where he'd smelt that stench before, when he was fixing wiring in the houses in the student quarter. This music, if you could call it that, was way too millennial for him. And he thought he was edgy because he didn't mind a bit of Led Zeppelin. I don't think I'm quite what you're looking for, boys, he said, as he beat as hastily, hasty a retreat as he could through the obstacles of shoes, dogs, and industrial strength weed. Phew, I'm glad I'm not one of their neighbours, he told no one in particular, as he hightailed it back to his car, lamenting the state of modern music. <laughs> I think we can all picture that scene too as you read it. <laughs> picture yeah, him going yeah. in there and, and, and experiencing that. but he did find a band in the end yeah yeah that's good yeah so as you were going through the writing process what did you learn about yourself um that I haven't got the best powers of concentration (laughs) um, I already knew that because in my last book um my first book it was written in diary form and so I could just write a little bit, like, you know, like even a paragraph or a couple of paragraphs a day is about my limit. Mm-hmm. And um, I got quite a bit done during lockdown because the characters almost became my friends mm-hmm. in lockdown. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so that's basically what I yeah. Learned. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and what would you say? What words or themes would you use to describe your book? Um, well, I'd say <clears throat> in some ways it's a family story. Um, it's has a humorous side to it. Um, it could be even partly senior rom com. <laughs> There's a little mm-hmm. bit of a romantic thing happening there. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, it's a book about ordinary people doing ordinary and extraordinary things. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. And what would you say sets your book apart from other books? Um, I think because... It is humorous. Um, a lot of books are very, you know, they, <clears throat> they're quite intense. 
you know, mm-hmm. it's not one of those books. It's not a thriller and it doesn't explore the sort of deep recesses of the human psyche or anything like that. So it's a, it's kind of a light relief book. Mm-hmm. And, um, and I think, well, in my own reading, I like to balance my reading with, you know, between the serious and the, the not so serious. So I think, and I don't think there are enough of those um, lighter kind of books, feel-good yeah. fiction. I call it yeah. feel-good fiction. And, um, yeah, So and also because of the, the age group that I'm writing about. Right, mm. right. And, and <clears throat> as we mentioned, you know, you, you've got your, your book covers two niche topics, retirement and then ukulele group. So for anybody who's listening to the show that that is maybe approaching retirement or um, newly retired, do you have any advice or any thoughts you could share with them on on what it's like? Um, well, I just sort of felt when I retired, I was it was the right time to um, finish my working life. But in some ways, I wasn't ready to not mm. have some kind of job or some kind of pur- pur- purpose. Mm-hmm. So um, I have got a couple of voluntary jobs that are jobs in every sense of the word apart from the financial. And um, so that I think that's a good thing to do because yeah. you, you still want to, even though you're, you know, you've ended your working life, you still want to feel useful. You've still got something to give. And, um, yeah, so that's, and that's what these, some of the people in this book do, you know, they, yeah, it's it's a a beginning. It's not, not just an ending. It's a beginning. Right. Um, Right. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Well, Sue, I want to thank you for joining us today and being our guest on Books on Air. Oh, my pleasure. Before we close out today, what do you hope the readers learn or take away after reading your book? Um, well, I hope, as I've said, I hope they can um, see portrayed retirement as, even though it's an ending, it is definitely a beginning of something, mm-hmm. and it can be um, it can be just as fulfilling, right? Or even more so, probably than um, what preceded and um, yeah and also I wanted to showcase my home country showcase Mm. New Zealand Mm -hmm. and Auckland in particular I mean Auckland um, I used to live there I don't anymore but it's as I said New Zealand's biggest city there's about over one and a half million people which isn't very big but by our standards, it is. And it's set on an isthmus between two harbours. And it's the most volcanic city in the world. It's got about 50 volcanic cones. Um, oh, uh-huh. But they're all extinct, bar one. There's an island off, off in the harbour called Rangitoto, and that one is dormant. Mm-hmm. But the rest of them are extinct, and quite a few of them have been quarried away, so they're not 
really hills anymore. But yeah, so um, I wanted to showcase Auckland and the rest of the country because they do travel, the characters do travel the length of the country over mm, the course mm-hmm. of the story. And um, yeah, New Zealand is a beautiful place. Well, it yeah. sounds like it. And, and Sue, again, I want to thank you for joining us today on the Books on Air podcast. Yeah, my pleasure. My guest today has been Sue Dawson, author of the book, Pensioned Off, Baby Boomers Out to Pasture. And you can find more about her book on Amazon, and I'll link to that in the show notes, so be sure to check that out. You've been listening to the Books on Air podcast, brought to you on webtalkradio.net. You can also hear this podcast on Spotify, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, and Apple Podcasts. I'm Sloan Fremont, and I hope you'll join us for the next Books on Air podcast. Remember, you never know who's going to be here, and you never know what we're going to talk about. Thank you so much for listening.